Reagan Fox. Reagan Fox. Fox in the city. Fox in the city. F me in the A. And give me a BJ. There is a viral video going around of Caitlyn Jenner at CPAC being heckled. I can't believe they didn't welcome her with open arms. This guy was filming her and dead naming her and calling her a freak. So I guess this means that if you move to California, I don't get your vote, right? I couldn't get out there fast enough, am I right, ladies? My, these heels, I was just clip-clopping away. She didn't, she didn't even pay him the time of day, which I do, uh, I think that was the right choice to make. I get so conflicted with Caitlyn. I'm like the other Kardashian sister. I'm, I'm conflicted Kardashian. Conflicted spell with a K. That's my other daughter. Or my other stepdaughter. Conflicted Kardashian. Because my, as an LGBTQ person, I, or as a sexual minority, I should say, I, my first inclination is to become very protective over somebody who has to endure transphobia. But it's very hard to take that position when you're dealing with somebody who's not even an ally to members of her own community. Still, that asshole at CPAC, he kept saying, Hey, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. And mentioning Jesus. And, hey, Bruce. Don't you think it's horrible how nobody believes in Jesus anymore, Bruce? Yeah, Bruce. It's such a childish mentality to dead name. It, it reminds me of people who who insist on saying China virus. Viruses are not people. They don't have ethnicities. <laughs> but the only reason why people continue to do it is because they think that they're sticking it to the libs when they say that. I was telling my friend Will about this meme where it, it's, uh, they take the poster for the movie It, and they put Caitlyn Jenner with these, like, claw, like, it's it's pretty much like the beastification of transgender individuals. Like, they turn them into monsters and stuff. And so it's Caitlyn Jenner with these, like, monster hands, and instead of It, it says Clit. I got my clit, my clitoris. It's fully functioning. And it feels good. It was... It's my little bean. My little bean. Happy New Year to this black-eyed pea that I thump on. While I was looking for it, because, I, you know, what do you what do you type into Google? What do you type into Google? And by the way, now I'm, I'm afraid of typing anything into Google because I've been watching all these true crime shows, like Making a Murder on Netflix and Dream Killer and The Staircase. So I, I, I'm certain that I'm going to be falsely accused of murdering somebody and they're going to take my computer and they're going to look at my Google search terms. And I, I so now everything that I type into Google, I'm like, is this going to be used against me in a court of law? Like, remember a few episodes ago of my podcast and I was talking about the fetish for quicksand. For, there's a whole fetish community for watching women in quicksand. And, and so uh, I had to search for that. So what if they they use that? What if some prosecutor uses that? And like, what kind of sick, in, like some Nancy Grace type, what type of sick individual looks up videos of scantily clad females trying to, who are dying in quicksand? Well, there is scholarly 
articles that show a link between this type of pornography and smut and actually going out and murdering people. Point being, now I just want all of my Google searches to be G-rated. I want it to be like only Disney searches, words like Aladdin and Jasmine and Lion King. I just want it squeaky clean, Puritan. But I had to, I had to find the meme for Will, so I, I, I had to type in Caitlyn Jenner clit. And it was not because I wanted to see a picture of her. I didn't, we didn't even know if she had a clit. We didn't know if she had bottom surgery or not. But then uh, I found out immediately because before I found the images, there were all these stories about how Caitlyn Jenner had come out and she confirmed that she had bottom surgery. Oh yeah, I got, I got, I got my clit. I told them I want all it's like going in there and getting a car. I wanted all the bells and whistles. I wanted full leather interior. I wanted heated seats. I wanted a G-spot. I wanted it all. I wanted the Denali version. And that's what I got. I did like in one of the articles that I read where, or maybe it was her book where she was like, people, People are very... I, I love to... It's like anytime I can halfway do an impersonation, it's like I have to do it all the time. People keep asking me, so I'm just going to say it one time, once and for all. Yes, I have had bottom surgery. People seem to be very fascinated with that. They're always asking me about it. It really is nobody's business. It's nobody's business. I was watching this thing about sexism and... Um, the way they treat Scarlett Johansson whenever she's doing press for the Marvel movies. And they, they ask the men all these questions about their physical training. And then it comes to her and they're asking her questions about like, d one guy said, d now, are you able to even wear underwear under that leotard? And she's like, do you not realize how inappropriate that's? Do you ask any of the men what kind of underwear they're wearing? Like, this is fucking weird. It's only her business. Okay, that's her business. It's not, this is not a, uh, just because you announce to the world that you're trans doesn't mean that you have to share all of the intimate detail. I just can't believe that people think that they have a right to that information to ask, like the media would ask about that. Now, let me tell you something. If I were Caitlyn Jenner, I'm sure that she's fascinated by it. I mean, imagine getting bottom surgery, right? Like, or, or any, like, you know, like when you get a tattoo or something, which I know they're not comparable to say this, but like, it's like, I want to just like sit there and look at the way my flesh has changed. You know, like I'm fascinated by it. And I'm sure that that's even magnified when you have that type of surgery. If I were Caitlyn Jenner, I'd be squatted over a mirror, just like, oh my God, my body is a wonderland. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, and probably to some people, I would, I'd be like, did you, hey, Kim, Kim, did you get that clip pack I just sent you? I just sent you a clip pack. What did you think about it? Just what, what did, compared to your, tell me, what do you think? Because, show it to Kanye. Show it to Kanye, because I, well, I don't want you to get mad, but I did go on to the internet, and I found a, your sex tape, and I brought it in to my daughter, and I said, I want to look like my, uh, Kim's. I want to look like Kim's. At any rate, it, the, the video was upsetting. I, I hated watching her being harassed and, and being dead named, and it just makes me wonder, like, what does she think 
her party stands for and represents in relation to trans people. Like, does does she believe that guys like that in the Republican Party are just an aberration? Is that what she thinks? I think she does. I really think she does because when president or when Trump became president, she earnestly believed. I remember her doing uh, interviews where she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to White House and I'm gonna. I, I'm hoping he'll ask me to dance. I would love to dance with him." I'm like, Trump isn't gonna fucking dance with you when he's fucking courting the religious right, those zealots. Before I go on to the news, oh by the way, this is gonna be this is gonna be an old school episode of Fox in the City with the old. The old time, the old timey segments. Back in my day, when we had segments, when we had an intro and opening monologue, and then we went into the news, and then with some closing stories. That's how we're gonna do it today, okay, kids? Um. Oh, I, I I had a mix of the old, the old fogey voice with my Caitlyn voice. That was very. It was old Caitlyn. I'm old Caitlyn Jenner. Back. They told me my clip would last a lot longer than I, you know, I don't know what to say. As I talked about earlier in this episode, I've been very into all of these true crime shows. I watched The Staircase, which is about a man who allegedly murdered his wife. I've watched Making a Murderer about the Stephen Avery case. And um, and the, in the second season of Making a Murderer, there is an attorney that comes on to represent Stephen Avery, and her name is Kathleen Zellner. And Kathleen has these penciled-in eyebrows and these thin lizard lips, and she is dogged. She just is on top of the shit. She does not, she's had more exonerations than any attorney in U.S. history. She is that good. And one of the things that I like most about her is all of her law clerks are, they look like they have walked off the runway of Milan and Paris. They are so good looking. She's like, here at the law offices of Abercrombie and Fitch, like there's this one guy who works for her who's so cute and all the, the, all the little female law clerks are just darling. And you know, that's not by accident. That you know she, you know she's the type of person who wants to see headshots on the application, and she's like, she's like, I will not have, I will not have any unattractive people. At, no, these two are real smart, but they don't have the looks to do what I do. It's a little bit like. I think that they should because she's on two Netflix shows right now. She's on Making a Murderer and that Dream Killer show. And I think that, because I can't get enough of her, I, I just, I'm obsessed with Kathleen Zellner. And it, please Google her picture, because she's just, she's amazing. I think that she needs to have a third show on Netflix where she is determining who her new law clerks are going to be. And it's done much this in much the same format as Tyra Banks, America's Next Top Model. You want to be on top? It's the biggest modeling secret trick tip that you can get. When you're stuck and you don't know what to do, Mr. J is yelling at you, go, I can help. Okay? Think pain for beauty. Now is that time of the month. Menstrual pain. Need some pain pills. Need a medicine. Please, listen. Nice. I think that's for some reason new period pain. So 
the fact is juries don't want to look at uglies. And so that's why I only have the best-looking people from law schools, the L. Woodses, who represent me. Kathleen is very good at using superlatives, just like my mom. With my mom, everything is the absolute best beet salad I've ever put in my mouth, or this is just the most delectable uh, filet mignon I've ever had. I'm like, Mom, you say that about every other meal. She's like, no, I don't. No, I don't. So Kathleen Zellner, she'll say stuff like, this is absolutely the most disgusting miscarriage of justice I've observed as an attorney in all of my exonerations, which are more than anybody in the history of the United States. That judge's opinion was just off the wall. And, I, and at first I felt like the wind was knocked out of me. And then I stopped and I said, wait. Instead of getting angry, I'm going to take apart every single ounce of this judge's decision to prove that he is the most incompetent person to be in the criminal justice system. And that is how I will get my revenge. She reminds me a little bit of uh, The Devil Wears Prada. What was the Meryl Streep character's name? Miranda Priestley, where in interviews... Meryl Streep says that she didn't want to play like the, the villainous character, like angry, or she wanted everything to be so understated, and that's what would make everybody fear her. And that's what Kathleen Zellner is. And I just, I love her, and I'm afraid of her, and I want to be best friends with her. I want to be her best gay. I don't know if I'm good enough looking to be one of her gays. I bet she has the hottest gays. All the Porta Vallarta. Shop till you drop, six-pack abs gaze, and I'm, I'm not one of them. But I would try to be if, if, if she would befriend me. I could just picture her talking to her husband. You know, I was watching Will and Grace the other day, and we really need to add a homosexual to our social circle. Not one that's too loud or wears flower prints, but one who could fly under the radar and once in a while drink a vodka martini and tell a vicious joke. I never want to be the butt of it. I don't want to deal with that type of homosexual. I will be whatever she needs me to be. Because normally, in a gay guy, straight girl duo, the gay guy is always the top of that relationship and the girl is always the bottom. She, you know, the girl's always like, whatever you say, yeah, go ahead and make fun of me, beat me up, <laughs> I don't mind. I'm, I'm a girl bottom. I'm a girl bottom. No, no, no. Not with Kathleen Zellner. You, you may be used to being the gay top. Even if you're a bottom for all of the gay men in your life, you're typically going to be the top in your relationship, your friendship with a woman. Kathleen Zellner, no, 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 no. You better lube up that ass, honey. You're you're bottoming for her. I was reading Yahoo News the other day. What are the top five stories that I need to know this right now? This is a freaky dicky story from the headlines. Crazy. 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 Yeah. Motherfuckers. Did you hear that man deadening me at CPAX? Did you hear about that news story? Yes, Caitlin, we heard about it. Well, I just think I should be in, on, on, on the news. All over the news is when I feel the most comfortable. Am I right, ladies? If they're not talking about you, then who are you, right? I mean, that's what Kim told me. 
And Kanye affirmed it. Now they're getting divorced. That Caitlyn, she's just a storm chaser. That's what she is because she likes to be in the news. You know how uh, there was that movie Twister with Helen Hunt and she was a storm chaser? That's what Caitlyn... Caitlin, instead of an actual tornado, the tornado is a metaphor for anything that will get your name in the news. Why would I run for, for governor? I don't know what it is. I haven't voted, and I, I don't even know how long. I do know I'm a Republican, though. I'm a conservative, I'm a strong conservative Republican woman who believes other women shouldn't have the right to vote. And, oh, Oh, I could get my name in the news again? Another co cover of Vanity Fair? It could be Call Me Governor Caitlin. Let's do it. I want to I want to be a fam the most famous of all the Kardashians. I, I want to be the leader of the clitorati. CBS News is reporting that lightning strikes have killed 76 people in India. Some of the victims were taking selfies. <laughs> I guess it's monsoon season, and people they want they want their lightning selfies. It reminds me of the stupid Paul Smith store on Melrose. That's all pink, and all the tourists come, and they're like, "I have to take my picture in front of the pink wall." And the pictures always look awful because it's such a bright pink that you are constantly backlit, and there are lines of people waiting just to take a picture in front of seriously look it up look up paul smith store selfie oh my god i'm such an influencer right now look at me look at my backlit selfie i'm standing in front of this dirty hot pink wall with a bunch of people all around me i fucking rock this photo is sponsored by coconut water Drink it. That's and and dry hairspray. Do it. That's what I do. And it, look, I have these whey protein shakes, and they're way amazing. <laughs> it's neat to see though that the obnoxiousness of selfie culture knows no bounds. It's not limited to the West. It, it's infiltrated all the corners of the earth. Remember during Black Lives Matter protests where you had all these influencers who were wearing like all black because I'm mourning. I'm white, but I'm wearing all black and black black linens matter and they and they had professional photographers where just wait until like my 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 fucking black skirt is just like flowing in the wind and then take the picture and then let's just fucking get back in the car and get out of here because I do not feel comfortable here. It does make me feel better that it's happening in India too. That sense of entitlement to take pictures wherever you want to. It's monsoon season. Don't tell me where I can and can't take selfie. I'll take it right on top of this mountain with my selfie stick that's the perfect conductor for the lightning. The article says that 30 people were on top of towers when the lightning struck. You know what would make a really popular picture? If I got on top of this tower during the monsoon thunderstorm and I put selfie stick and antenna up my butt, okay? And then as the lightning was striking, I took a selfie 
With the camera coming out of my bot, out of my rectum. Maybe these were intentional acts of self-emulation. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Because this next story. Okay, remember Juicy Couture? Well, the mother-son duo that brought you Juicy Couture is now getting into the weed business with a cannabis brand called Potent Goods. You know, it'll be so fucking great. Like, think about how, like, Juicy Couture was, like, everything that, like, was just, like, right about everything. And if we could bring, like, Juicy Couture fashion to fucking weed, that would be, like, amazing. Like, think about marijuana, okay? But, like, marijuana as a velour tracksuit that shows part of your rectum okay and it says juicy on the butt but like weed oh my god i got the fucking chills when i said that look look son oh my god my nipples are hard too son feel my nipple feel my seriously it's never been so hard before you know how my nipples get like rock hard whenever I have a really good business idea. This is exactly what people were talk ha, have been talking about now for decades about how like you make something like marijuana, you, you criminalize it and then you incarcerate all of these black people because black people and white people smoke marijuana at relatively the same weight rates. But over the past several decades, people of color are four times more likely to go to prison for small amounts of marijuana possession. But the minute we can find a way to make the woman who brought us Juicy Couture, once she can profit off of it, it's like, we got to get rid of these laws, guys, because Juicy Couture marijuana, okay? Juicy Couture. In entertainment news, I can't believe this. Oh, how do I even... uh, Okay, so remember Once Upon a Time... If you had a show on HBO, it had a certain amount of, like, gravitas. HBO used to be, like, home of Sex in the City and Curb Your Enthusiasm and Game of Thrones. Six Feet Under. The Sopranos. I mean, it was, like, where you went for serious television. Like, television that wasn't fucking around, right? There's a new show coming to HBO called Fuckboy Island. Note to self, after a long day at work, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. That's awful. Fuckboy Island? Yeah, that's going to fill the hole left by Mayor of Easttown. What? Fuckboy? I would like to visit Fuckboy Island. I would like to get a timeshare in Fuckboy Island. But I don't want to fucking watch it on HBO. I live in West Hollywood. I live in Fuckboy Island. I need something that's escapism. But this is what happens when everything turns into a streaming service. Basically, every every streaming service has to pretend like it's Netflix and, and, and produce everything. Whatever ideas out there, sure. Fuckboy Island with Nikki Glaser as the host. Let's do it. Lickety Clip starring Caitlyn Jenner. Let's do it. Greenlight it. We don't know. I mean, it could end up being a huge hit. Let's just do it. No quality control. Uh, a, a docu-series about the Juicy Couture people doing uh, Juicy Couture marijuana? Fuck yes. Who knows? It could be the worst thing. It could be the best thing. I, I actually watched the trailer for it. I almost played it for you now. But I, I just, I don't have the bandwidth to fucking, like, 
create the audio file for something so stupid. You have three women going at the start of it, to- toasting with their champagne. Okay, girls, come on. We have to weed these fuckboys out. Did somebody say weed? Because hi, hi, ladies, it's me, it's Caitlin. And I know the maker of Juicy Couture, who's coming out with a new weed line. And why can't I be part of Fuckboy Island? I want to be one of the single gals in Fuckboy Island. Am I right, ladies? That, to me, would be interesting. If you threw Caitlyn Jenner into the mix there and made it, like, here are four single gals and they're trying to weed out the fuckboys. I I would be into that. I would be into that show. In political news, Yahoo is reporting that GOP lawmakers are moving to force businesses in their states to serve the unvaccinated, claiming it's a civil right. And you have people holding up signs that say, vaccine mandates violate bodily autonomy. I just, for a moment, I want you to imagine going to Six Flags, right? And you're getting on the roller coaster and the safety bar's coming down and you have somebody who goes, no, no, you put that bar back up. This is my bodily autonomy, civil rights. But sir, sir, if if we don't put the bar down for you, then nobody in your entire cart can have the bar put down on them. I don't care. My body, my rights. But it's going to affect other people. It's not just, it's not, no. My body, my rights, bodily autonomy. You can't reason with stupid people because in their own stupid worlds, they believe that. Uh, what? Who's to say? You can't tell me. I can't go on top of this building in India. Hold on. I'm, now I I'm have to change my voice. In India? And hold, hold, be dressed in tinfoil and holding a uh, selfie sick in the sty during monsoon season, during thunderstorm? bodily rights it's my autonomy but sir this is a private business and we we have rights too and we're saying that we don't want if you're not vaccinated we don't want you in our store in the last news story i'm going to report fox news is reporting under entertainment news that jamie lynn spears is using a britney spears lyric for the title of her new memoir before i look at it i want to guess i'm gonna because i know all the risque Britney Spears. Maybe it's uh, Baby Let Me Blow You. Baby Let Me Blow Your Mind Tonight. I can't take, take, take. Okay, that's not it. Maybe it's All of the boys and all of the girls are begging to F-U-C-K me. The Jamie Lynn Spears story. Animal in the sack. Wow! That Jamie Lynn Spears story. Or maybe it's um, Jamie, Lee, Jamie Lynn Spears, Jamie L. Spears, and her new book... Inspired by her new scent. I am going through something. I don't know if it's a midlife crisis. It probably is. But I'm starting to feel old. I am. I. They released pictures for the Sex in the City, I guess, reboot. It's, it's not called Sex in the City. It's called... And just like that, which is fitting because it really does feel like, and just like that, you become old. And and, and they're all, except for um, uh, the one who plays Charlotte. Char- oh my gosh, she's had really bad work done on her face. She has a lot of filler. Doesn't look good. And then they've made Miranda go totally gray. Totally gray. And then Sarah Jessica's like a mix of blonde and gray. And they have Miranda and old lady couture. And I looked at this photo and I just thought, this is 
fucking depressing. It reminds me of this moment in the original Sex in the City series where Samantha finds a gray pube and she calls Carrie over and she's like, I found a gray pubic hair and I wanted to pluck it, but six more will come back in its place. And Carrie is just rolling her eyes like, this is not that big of a deal. And Samantha says, honey, nobody wants to fuck grandma's pussy. And I can relate to that because when I was younger, there were always guys when I would go out, somebody would want to fuck me. Somebody would proposition me. And then I became middle-aged and honey, nobody wants to fuck grandma's pussy. So what I realized is that this ageism is projection when I look at the image of the Sex in the City cast in their first few days of shooting, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really what I'm feeling about so much uncertainty about where I'm at in life. It makes so much sense that they don't want to call the reboot Sex in the City, that they're calling it, and just like that. Because when you're in your 20s and 30s, so much of life is centered around sex and where you're going to find sex and who you're going to hook up with. And is this sex going to turn into romance or is it just another one night stand and sex, 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 sex. And what I have found in middle age is my life just does not revolve around sex in that way. It's just not a big priority. I have not had sex in over seven years. My last boyfriend who I was in love with, who I thought I was going to get married to, that was the last person who has been inside of me. My point, and I do have one, is that when you get to middle age, it just, it's its not that you're asexual or that you don't care about sex totally. It's just that that's kind of like not what drives you. Like you meet another person and you're not thinking about like, oh my gosh, imagine it the electricity, the spark, and the most exciting thing to happen between me and this person is maybe we're going to have sex tonight. Like, that's just not, that used to be where I was at. It's just not there anymore. And there were times where I would hook up with guys that I didn't find all that cute or interesting, but because sex was an end in itself. And now I don't, now that's just not the way I look at things. I'm going to, I'm going to cross apply this to something that I was talking about earlier. Selfie generation is all about not, the selfie is the end. The self or the selfie is the experience. Like I, you know, like there were people who were getting in trouble going to uh, Holocaust sites where they were taking selfies, right? Like, oh my gosh, here I am. Look, I'm in an oven. (gasps) I'm in a fucking oven. Oh my God. Hashtag Auschwitz. Hashtag Jews. Hashtag um, fucking Hitler, okay? So the experience becomes secondary to the picture that you're taking that simulates the experience. Like, you can't even be fully invested in the experience because you're thinking, okay, I have to get this professional-grade photography equipment in place. We have to make sure the lighting is right. Like the experience is taking the picture. The people taking selfies in front of the Paul Smith store, 95% of them are not going into the Paul Smith store and purchasing anything. It's just like, I want to be here. Like they need to be holding up signs along with their selfie that say, wish I were here because they're not even there. They're not even there. I, for one, am excited about and just like that, because I, I, I am trying to figure out where am, where is my place? I, I, I'm continuing to go to bars 
because it's what I've done ever since I turned 18 and I came out of the closet every weekend. I would just go out to bars and, and, but now I'm feeling like I'm outgrowing that. And what does the next chapter of my life hold for me? So maybe it's less about like, well, nobody wants to fuck grandma's pussy. Grandma Reagan's pussy. Yeah. At the Abbey. <laughs> Look around. I, 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 if I'm in a room of 20 year olds, of course, people don't want to fuck grandma's pussy. But maybe that's not what grandma wants. Maybe. Maybe. And I'm not a grandma. Maybe this middle aged man that I've turned into wants to sit across from somebody at dinner and not even just on a date, but just like other intelligent people in a context where there isn't music blaring over us. So we can't even engage in a conversation because bar culture is all about standing across from your friends and looking over their shoulder to see the other people that are there and pretend like you're listening to the person that you're with because you can't even hear them because the song volume is so loud. And just like that, when you turn middle age, you go, oh, okay, I see why bars never resulted in the things that I thought I might get from them. I thought I thought when I was 18, going to the bars was going to be like the love boat. Every time I would go to the bars, I would love exciting and you come aboard. We're expecting you the love boat. Soon we'll be making another tour. But that's not the way that it works anywhere. When anything is that contrived, right? It does like you look at a show like The Bachelor where Nobody gets married on The Bachelor. Nobody. In fact, that Colton Underwood guy is like, uh, no, fucking like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm engaged to this woman, but guess what? I'm gay. And I was stalking her because my brain is so fucked up. So now I'm going to have a Netflix reality series. They were trying to get me for Fuckboy Island, but I was like, absolutely not. Because now I'm a homosexual. I'm going to be Kathleen Zellner's gay at her dinner parties because I've got the looks and I've, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be her, her bottom gay to her woman top. I'm still figuring this out. I don't have any answers. I have more questions than anything else. I'm going back to my therapist in the first week of August, which is perfect timing because that's the same week and my mom is coming back at coming back to LA with her husband and I haven't seen her in two years which I'm so excited to see my mom but you know anytime I'm in a room with my mom it's like boom I'm six years old again and so I I need to hold the hand of my therapist Monica to help me through those moments but I I have I have a lot of questions right now in my life I told you on my last podcast that one of my mentors a middle-aged gay man committed suicide and there's a lot that I I say oh Okay, yeah, because I feel I feel a little lost. I have no idea what my life will look like. And I'm not saying I'm suicidal because I'm not. But just that um, ineffable feeling of not knowing my place in the world right now, I can relate to. And I could see where it is very difficult being a middle-aged person. So, like I said, I don't have any answers. These are just kind of questions that I'm exploring on my own. 
And when I get some answers, I'll come back to my podcast and share them with you. I wish I had an outro song to play because I'm ending now. I don't, so I'll play this. Have a good day. Pepper, pepper, bo, pepper, banana, fanna, fo, pepper, fee, fi, mo, mepper, pepper.